are now in the car. Good morning, good Monday morning. It is official. I am starting my unfortunate series. This is season two. Uh, first season started off well, ended with Frank Gore and the unfortunate he ended up on the Jets, but he was still chasing running backs to try and get up in the record books a little bit more. I still believe he's going to be a late Hall of Famer, not first ballot. That being said, that was the end of last season, and this is the new season. It looks like the reigning champs have come in the first three weeks to reclaim their belt. That is the number last seed in the NFL, and unfortunately, I mean... I mean, really? I'm going to take a small second and we're going to go right into number 32. Again, this is the Unfortunates, the series. Alright, and coming in at number 32 as the absolute worst team in the NFL, the New York Jets. Is anybody else shocked? Anybody shocked? Anybody? 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 Alright. So my argument here for the New York Jets claiming the number 32 spot in the NFL. They're averaging six points a game. And here's the worst thing. They actually have a good defensive line. A pretty alright offensive line. Usually when you have a good defensive line, a good defense you have a good defensive line and a good offensive line, it usually indicates that the coaching is not really that good. So, unfortunately, Zach Wilson has thrown seven interceptions in the first three games. That's not on him. He's an excited kid willing to play football. This is bad coaching. Why are we not tailor-making the offense to bring in a quarterback? Throwing bad pass after bad pass after bad pass does not say, hmm. It does not inspire confidence to sit there and say, oh, he's going to get better. Yeah, let's just keep letting him throw bad pass after bad pass without checking him. The Jets need a new general manager. I'm not going to say owner because I'm not going to knock anybody from owning anything. They need a new general manager. They need a new head coach. They regret letting go of Sam Darnold. And I don't know how many times I keep saying Codwell needs a job. He's a great coach. He will turn around this whole organization from the coaching position 
They won't be the best team in the world, but they'll be a hard-working one. And honestly, I have a couple of those teams on my list. They're extremely hard-working. That's the reason why they didn't get the bottom spot. I bet money if Codwell came in here and got this job, this team would not look close to this bad. And we're going to go from a team whose offensive line is actually pretty good to the worst offensive line in the NFL. Take a few seconds, and I'm going right there, y'all. Okay, coming in at number 31, the New York Football Giants. Uh, Before I get into their season, I just want to say Eli Manning was retired. The Giants actually put forth an effort, which is the reason why they're not the worst team. Saquon is not right. Daniel Jones is doing pretty much all he can, but there's not much he can do when there's just, there's something missing. Like, there's something missing between, they have the worst offensive line league by far. But, there's some disconnect from the offense, the center to the quarterback. There's a disconnect. The whole offensive line is off. Every time you look at it, there's just something off. Saquon's not running right. He's not all the way right. My issue is I think they need a new general manager. I don't mind the coach. I just think he's coaching the wrong team. He's got an old school mentality. And they built the roster like, okay, we got a high-flying team. With a guy who's pretty much going to be built on ground and pound. So, I don't really know how that... I think that... I think, Look, they play their heart out for him. I just think it's a bad marriage. I just don't think they fit together. Other than that, I, I like Joe Judge a lot. Like I said, I just think he's coaching the wrong team. Sorry, Giants. I'm I'm honestly rooting for you. I really am. And on to the next team. And coming in at number 30. 30. Coming in at number 30. Is that I just got my first win, Atlanta Falcons. Congratulations to Mr. Arthur Smith, former Tennessee Titan offensive coordinator. Now here are the problems. The defensive line still looks terrible. The, yeah, the defensive line still looks terrible. Matt Ryan looks like he shouldn't be there. At this point, Matty Ice is just now a cup of water. I mean, he's not even... Yeah, they got the win, but... Honestly, 
And the funny thing is I actually had him winning this game. But looking like that against the Giants. Look, I understand that the Giants are one spot behind the Falcons when they just beat the Giants. But that's only because they just beat the Giants. Otherwise, they would definitely be 31st in this list. Um, everybody said that Matt Ryan doesn't look good. I, this is the first time I really saw Matt Ryan playing. I'm just like, this don't even look like the same dude from last year. You know, and on the unfortunate throughout the whole season, I'm going to do some random awards. And unfortunately, there's a tie for the old farts. Okay? The old fart award goes to Matt Ryan. And I'm going right into number 29 on the next old fart award. I'm pretty sure you can guess it by now. Let me go right into number 29. All right. And the next old fart award goes to the number 29 Pittsburgh Steelers. And Big Ben. Dude, you... You look retired. No, you know what? You look like the dudes I work with. You just came in for the paycheck. You don't care about nothing or nobody. Mike Tomlin. Call out to Mike Tomlin. When are you gonna, like... Let him, like, sit him... Hashtag healthy scratched. Because, um, this is looking pretty sad. Uh, this is looking really, really sad. Offensive line is one of the bottom five in the league. It's not as bad as the Giants. Not as bad as the Falcons. No, the Falcons actually got a better line than you. I think your line and the Jets, like, y'all got a pretty okay line. The D-line, horrible. TJ Watt is not healthy. This is not about, this is not about to be, if you want to see, I don't think in my lifetime I have ever seen a three to four win Pittsburgh Steelers team. To me, that's what I feel like I'm looking at when I see Big Ben roll out there in his wheelchair. Like, I feel like I'm about to look at a 3-8-4 win team. Like, if it me, if it was me, I mean, me, I have... I guess it's personal for me. Because I've never liked Big Ben. I don't enjoy watching Big Ben play the quarterback position because he doesn't do it well. He has arm talent. He doesn't make him a good quarterback just because he has arm talent. He ended up in a great organization who knows how to deal with talent. Sorry. Pittsburgh is now terrible. Cincinnati was trying to give y'all the game. They was trying to put y'all back in the game. And y'all just you didn't take it because you don't care. When you have a guy who places blame on everybody when things go wrong, Big Ben. I mean, 
it's just Big Ben and his Steelers. Right now, it really needs to be Mike Tomlin and his. Can we call for the letting go of Big Ben at this point? Anyway, moving on to the next team who's in desperate need of a quarterback. I'm kind of wondering if they let their quarterback go during the offseason. You guys think you know who I'm talking about? Come on, you got any guesses? I'll give you a second. Think marinate on it. All right, all right, all right. If you guys haven't figured it out by now, I'm going to give you a couple hints just before I say their name. Because I think people are going to be like, oh, why am I hating? I'm not hating. They need a quarterback. They're coming in at number 28. They have a good offensive line. They have a good defensive line. They actually have one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Man, they have a couple of good running backs. They have a good tight end. And they have a really good coach. They really need a quarterback. I'm wondering when the Indianapolis Colts let go of Jacoby Bursett, if they weren't letting go of their quarterback. Because I'm really trying to figure out if I really hate to say this, but the Colts need Nick Foles pretty bad right now. Like, really bad. Nick Foles, if you're listening, um, <laughs> Nick Foles, would you be willing to go to Indianapolis and play quarterback? I, I, I mean, at this point, I mean, I, I've always been a fan of you at Arizona. Drafted by Philly. I was a fan of you and Andy Reid together. I could only imagine you and Frank together. I mean, I think you guys were actually similar quarterbacks, which actually why I think it's a good fit. Now, Carson Wentz is a talented quarterback, but he's mentally not all there. There's something wrong with him. After he got hurt all those times in Philly, he's, he's not been the same. And what bothers me is this is the team that everybody said was going to dethrone the Titans. And yes, I'm a Titans fan. But when you have a couple of the best, you have the two best receivers in the whole division on one team. You have the best running back in the NFL on that team. And then you have one of the top 14 best quarterbacks in the league on that team. And and I can honestly say a top 12 offensive line. Yes. As a Titans fan, we miss Coughlin. But that offensive line is still really good. How are we not... How are we saying that the Colts are going to win this division? That's my question mark. I think the Indianapolis... Look. 
you guys either need Nick Foles or gamble on Deshaun Watson because I think he'd be great in Indianapolis, just being honest. But there's no way on God's green earth that the Houston Texans is going to trade that guy in division to Indianapolis to be the heir apparent behind Andrew Luck. I, I, I don't see that happening. But anyway, that's just me. So the Colts need a quarterback. And who could possibly be at number 27? Let's find out. Yay! All right, all right. And an, enough Colt bashing. But let's go ahead and stay in that same division for number 27. Um, the Jaguars. Now, these next three teams... I actually feel positive about moving forward. I don't think we'll see them too much on the unfortunates this season. Yes, I'm saying Jacksonville. I'm saying right now. When we saw... Okay, let me not go there. Let me go here. Let me stay right here in this line. Urban Meyer in the NFL is a definite need of adjustment. But, I am seeing improvement every week from their quarterback. I'll be the first one to say it. I don't think Urban Meyer is going to work in the NFL. Um, But, I do believe Lawrence will work in the NFL. He's adjusting to the speed, I think, faster than I've seen since Dak. Um, Usually it takes rookies a minute. Dak, Russell Wilson, and now Lawrence, they're adapting to the speed very quickly. Arizona came out and they thought, okay, we're just going to run over him and then then we kind of noticed, wait, we can't kind of treat him like that. We're going to have to do this. And then the defense came out in the second half and they actually adjusted to kind of put him off. But he was still adjusting very well. They just didn't have enough. And we all know Jacksonville is, if not the least talented team, you know, they're definitely next to. Honestly, I think they are the least talented team. Funny thing is that they got a good running back that nobody is going to talk about. Um, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence trending upward. I hope Urban Meyer can kind of... I hope they give him time. Because for me, that's all I see he needs. I, I really think Urban Meyer needs time. But the NFL does not wait for people to get better. Or unless your name is Baker Mayfield. But, yeah. That's where I'm at with the Jaguars. I'm like, uh, I think they're going to get better from here on out. I'm dead serious. I don't think that they're going to end up on this list for very long. Um. The way they're playing, I know they're 0-3 right now, 
I could actually see them finishing second in the division. I could see them beating the Texans as soon as they find out what their identity is. I think that's really what Jacksonville is having a problem with. Right now, they're just fighting to stay in games. They don't have a real identity to say, this is who I am. This is how we're going to beat you. Because right now, Trevor Lawrence is coming along, but it's not there yet. And speaking of not all the way there yet with no chemistry, well, let me get to the number 26 team. All right, and coming in at number 26, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, sorry to say, um, as much as I love Tua at Alabama, fractured rib, which means he's going to be in pain while breathing. And he, as much as I hate to agree with Colin Cowherd, he's a smaller quarterback who is most likely going to get hit. He's not overly athletic. He doesn't, you know, Sam Darnold is athletic. Uh, Andrew Luck was athletic. Russell Wilson is athletic. Kyle Murray is athletic. Tua is agile, but not athletic. What do you mean? What do I mean? He has good footwork. That's what makes him a good quarterback. He has a good arm, not great. We all know this about him. I, after seeing him, I thought he was going to put on at least 10, 15 pounds of muscle to deal with the position. He did not do that. After spending all that time with Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick put on muscle five years ago to deal with the pounding. I don't know why nobody told him, dude, you need to put on some muscle. You need to start lifting some weights. He might be too late in the game to do that now. I'm sorry for all you Tua fans, for all you Miami Dolphins fans who said, Tua was our savior. I'm sorry, but I think you guys might have lucked out. How unfortunate is it that Jimmy Garoppolo looked great last night? That most likely means it's going to be really expensive. You guys are not going to get Deshaun Watson. Let's just be honest. You guys probably won't do that. But Jacoby Brissett, if they work that offense around him, I think he's more than capable. He's intelligent. He's big. He's got good footwork. And he's got a large arm. He's got a large arm. He reminds me of a perfect mix of, I know this may sound funny, Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich. And we all know that they're both at Tampa Bay. If you put those two together, you got Jacoby Brissett. I think you 
may have accidentally found your future. Give Jacoby Brissett time. New England traded him to Indianapolis. And Indianapolis, with no offensive line to drafting a better offensive line, he looked better. Miami has a good enough offensive line to win with Jacoby Brissett. It's the running game that's lacking. But then again, it's Miami. They've always been lacking a running game. If they find a way to run the ball consistently, Jacoby Brissett can easily be second in this division as far as the quarterbacks go. And I'm not even close to kidding. The worst quarterback is in New York. Buffalo has the best quarterback. You telling me Jacoby Brissett couldn't be the second best quarterback in this division? Matt Jones is going to take a little bit of time, but he's not better than Jacoby right now. Now, Jacoby could go to New England and run that offense like, like he didn't even think twice. Did Miami find their future? That's going to be the question posted on social media everywhere. It's going to be on Twitter. It's going to be on Facebook. It's going to be on Instagram. That is my question of the day for the unfortunates. Did the Miami Dolphins accidentally find their future quarterback? Let's find out. Let me ask the question to all of you guys. I'm going to find out. And now... On to an 0-3 team who fights harder than anybody else. Let me dive into number 25. I mean, I don't think I could have made that any more obvious as to who's number 25 it is the Detroit Lions the Detroit Lions run the ball their offensive line fights in every single possession can we just go over the first three games in the first half they got dog walked by San Francisco in the second half they came back and nearly beat them second game they look really, really pitiful in the second half after trying to come up and get an upset in week two. And me and Big Chief Daddy from Sports Daddy TV, as this is presented by Sports Daddy TV, had a conversation about how horrible Detroit is. I said, hold on. I don't believe in golf. But there's something really entertaining about these lines. I don't think they'll be that. They got a fighting chance because they fight hard. If they could put a whole game together, one whole game, if they could have done that in any one of the three games, if they put a whole game together, this team is 3-0. That's scary. The Detroit Lions could be 3-0 right now.
Like, you know. They actually had the lead at halftime last week against Green Bay. You know, and then Aaron Rodgers did Aaron Rodgers things. You can't be mad at that. And then yesterday, it took the longest field goal in NFL history by the Baltimore Ravens and in a very, very exciting game. 66-yard field goal. 66. And what was beautiful about it, as there's no time left on the clock, that thing didn't doink. It bounced up and in. And had enough power to hit the back of the net. I, I can't believe how that game ended. And it was funny. Is I was watching... As soon as he turned his hips, I said, oh my gosh, he's going to make this kick. That ball went up. And I said, ooh, honey. I was talking to my wife. I said, ooh, honey, look, it's going in. She said, you're going to jinx him. You're going to jinx him. I'm like, for some reason, there are certain times you can just look and tell. For anybody who really watches football, sometimes you can just tell. It's not a prediction thing. It's not a I'm psychic thing. You can just tell. Like, for example, I'm watching the Super Bowl. Patriots, Falcons. Brady connected on two passes in a row. I said, this game is over. It was the first time ever in my life I walked out on a Super Bowl. First time ever in my life I walked out on a Super Bowl. Why? Because it just, no. Like when we all saw, and it works in all sports, when we all saw Chris Bosh grab the rebound and throw to Ray Allen, oh, it, it's going in. <laughs> I'll never forget as long as I live. Like I said, it works in all sports. I'll never forget as long as I live saying, James Harden, do not let Dame get the ball. This is uh, James Harden and Dwight Howard. Do not let Dame get the ball. This is before all you guys were saying, oh, he's not really that great. This is when Dame was already great. Nobody knew it. In the first round of playoffs, Dame sent him home in six. I'll never forget them saying, don't let Dame touch the ball. Dame got the ball, and the game was over. He didn't. He he touched, the, the ball was past him. I said, no. I said, don't let Dane get the ball. Not only did Dane get the ball, Dane took the shot. Like I said, in some sports, you just know. When Tucker turned him in and went, and went, bam, you knew it. And I'll just say, this is a very, very exciting week three of football. And guys, thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening in. Those were my unfortunates. And I hope all you guys have a very, very great day.
Today is Monday. Enjoy Monday Night Football.